FYI, and I don't mean fake news, this podcast contains huge spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 350. Four of the podcasts that go snicked. Snicked. <laughs> Doesn't work when you do it yourself, does it? Anyway, I'm your host, Jason Venable, and we're going to do some more catch-up for October. Uh, I have a couple of things to talk about. Um, you know, like I said, it's been a little bit too busy to... Uh... Yep. Are you doing a podcast about me? Well, yeah, but you knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a bit. No, but hey, well, I got you. I didn't want your opinion, because you didn't really care. Hey, where are you going? Oh, you're talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh, I'm your host, Jason Venable, and I'm joined just ever so briefly by Denise Venable. <laughs> We're going to talk about Return of Wolverine and X-23, and by wanting, so we have a different artist on Return of Wolverine, and you didn't really care as much for McNiven's uh, BWS impersonation, but I just wondered... Just quick turn through these pages if you like this art better. And then I'll get back to the episode. But what do you think? Is it is it more to your taste? It is, but I'm not digging the faces. Okay. Fair enough. She said, in case that didn't come across on the mic, because I only have one mic set up right now. Um, and I'm bogarting it. Yeah, she said that she did like it better, but not necessarily the faces. So, anyway, that'll all make more sense in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to do a, a bonus episode on kind of some outstanding books for the month of October that we didn't get to because the podcast had trouble coming out. <laughs> um, like, yeah, like I said last time, with between Terrible Twos newborn and no sleep and just just haven't been able to get it done this month quite the way I normally do but um we're going to talk about Return of Wolverine X23 and then some bonus coverage of Weapon X so um without further ado let's get into it and so this will be in a clump of episodes that all kind of land at the same time um I mean a three for three for whatever um but yeah, so Return of Wolverine number two uh, is written by Charles Soule. Uh, art change, like I mentioned, is uh, Declan Shalvey. Uh, colors by Laura Martin and letters by VCs Joe Sabino. Now the cover is by Steve McNiven still and Laura Martin. And I don't think Shalvey's replacing McNiven. I think they're going to rotate. Um, but this cover by McNiven is pretty great. It's... Uh, a lion-made uh, Logan seemingly underwater with his hot claws out. Um, but it's a fantastic-looking cover. Mostly, well, not mostly. I mean, the art's good. The colors, though, really sing on this cover. So Laura Martin doing a, a fantastic job. Um, with just the blue hues and the green hues. Um, and the hair, especially, just really makes this cover pop. Um 
It's a great looking cover. Possible cover of the year contender, maybe. So, yeah, it looks really fantastic. So remember uh, from last time, Logan is back as Wolverine. He's trying to track down Sotiera. He's got different personalities, or maybe not personalities, but different memories, kind of vying for control. And he found this uh, doctor, and they're going to try to rescue her son. Sotiera ran off with her son. So they're on a speedboat on the open water, tracking another boat with some Sotiera goons and this doctor's son. Um, and Logan's driving and using binoculars and tracking the boat. And the doctor's like, can we catch up? And he went, yeah, our boat's faster. <laughs> they got a head start, but we'll eventually catch up. And then he proposes a math problem. If boat A is going X miles per hour and leaves... X, Y amount of time ahead of boat B, and boat B is going Z miles per hour. How long until, I forgot what variables I was using. But anyway, they'll eventually catch up, is the gist of it. But he, Logan wants to know, though, if the doctor has any idea where they're going. And she said, the only thing I know is that, uh, what's her name? Persephone kept talking about a city. So I guess she has a city somewhere, like maybe a base, and they're probably going there. Um, and so Logan's like, okay, that makes sense. Uh, I think they may be trying to turn your son into a biological weapon, just FYI. They injected him with something. And of course, what mom won't freak out at that news. But Logan tries to calm her down. But then the Sotierra boat notices they're being tailed. And they send Omega Red and another operative, a masked operative, to get the boat. They dive into the water and just kind of sit underwater for a minute as Logan's boat catches up. And then underwater, we get a shh as Omega Red's coils come out. And then a snicked as two claws come out of the other hand. Um... And then as the boat runs over them, the two claws stab into the boat. And Logan's like, oh, I think we hit something. But no, something hit them. And Omega Red and a two-clawed soldier jump onto the boat. Not real sure about the physics of that. But Logan is like, oh, fantastic. And I really love Logan's face in this panel here. Um... So anyway, we're going to have a fight on a boat. We get a snicked with the I can handle them. But the doctor shoots Omega Red through the head with the harpoon. And he falls off the water. And Wolverine's like, huh, thanks. She's like, don't mention it. <laughs> so Omega Red is gone. But our double-clawed person is still there. And in case you're wondering who he was. Oh, wait. <laughs> Before we get there. So they're, they're about ready to fight. And Logan's like, all right, bub, let's do this. But you really should know you didn't bring enough claws, pal, which is a great panel. But then our adversary pops claws out from under his wrist. So pretty sure this is Dawkins. Remember from the end of that terrible zombie story that Sotiera recovered Dawkins' body? So looks like this is Dawkins. Logan does not recognize him immediately, but they go to town fighting each other. They slice and dice each other up. Lots of blood. Now we do see 
where he cuts open the, the guy's sleeve and sees the arm tattoos. And in that big prison in his mind, he sees Dawkins, but he doesn't really remember who he is. And he's like, do I know you? But then the wild Wolverine wants out. He says, let me out, let me out, let me out. <coughs> and they continue to fight on the boat. But then suddenly the claws start to heat up. But Dawkins pushes uh, his claws back towards him. This causes pain. He kicks him off. They fight some more. Logan pops the hot claws. And a really cool visual. Whatever we decide we're going to think about the hot claws. There's a visual where he, he, where he pulls them back into his arms. Which, by the way, another missed opportunity for a snack. But you can see like the heat signature in his forearm. Because the claws are still hot. And they're almost like kind of trying to burn through his arm a little bit. Or at least glow through his arm. It's a really interesting visual. Um, but Logan cuts the uh, the gas line from the speedboat motor. And then does something that I don't know really works. But they do it. He sprays the fuel through his hot claws. Which makes a blowtorch. Which sets Dokken on fire. Then he stabs Dokken with his hot claws and flips him over into the water. Now, I, maybe his hot claws are really, really hot. So I guess the gasoline and the fuel could catch on fire as they pass through the claws. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to need Mythbusters to check this part out. But uh, yeah, so they, they, they burn the guy, Dawkins, poor Dawkins, throw him overboard. Um, and Logan's still a little bit berserk, and he's about to cut the doctor. But he's like, no, I'm not letting you out. And he apologizes, but the wild berserker Wolverine in his mind jail says, soon, bub, soon. And so the doctor says, you okay? And, uh, Logan's like, uh, so you've been telling me stories about my past. Any stories about uh, hot claws? And she's like, no. No, not at all. <laughs> and then Logan says, well, it felt like the claws were in control. Like, almost like his berserker had physical form in the hot claws, which is an interesting thought. Um, so he, he says, uh, Lady, I got knives in my hands, magic healing powers, and I can barely remember my life before this morning. It's all ridiculous. You want to hear something else that guy I just killed? Pretty sure I knew him. But what does it mean? What does it mean? Um, so anyway, back to chasing the bad guys. And she's like, well, I think we lost him. And he's like, no, I can smell him. So we'll find him. We're going to find your son. And she says... How can I thank you? And gives him a smooch. And uh, he's like, oh, well, okay. Well, that was fine. But that's, that's not why I'm doing this. And besides, no time for any hanky-panky. I think we're here. And so the idea that maybe this city's not a base, but that he's going to try to blow up the city with the doctor's son, maybe, somehow the Sotierra bomb. And then we can kind of an interlude or postlude or whatever. And it's Kitty and Jean and Cerebro 
And she says, I just found Logan, Kitty. Guess we're going to have to go get him, huh? Think? So, yeah, that'll probably happen in the next issue. It'll be interesting to see him finally uh, pair off against um, the X-Men. That Though it's going to be really interesting. The timeline here is going to get really weird. Because the Logan that kind of skulked around <laughs> the wedding issue seemed to be in full faculty. And this Logan is not, but I don't think that Kitty, I think Kitty and Colossus have already broken up, so they're going to encounter, and that'll make your nose bleed. Um, yeah, I really like the art quite a bit. I thought uh, Shelby and Martin made a good combination um, I can see what Denise said about the faces, and some of the some of the poses get a little bit stiff. Not through the whole book, just once or twice. Um, yeah, uh, I I can see what she's saying. I don't necessarily agree, but I get it. Um, the doctor's face in particular is a little like, kind of goes in and out of of looking like the same person. Um, I kind of like Shelby's Logan. You know, he's short and squatty and kind of trollish in some of his facial expressions, and that makes sense. Um, well, the action in the book was good. I, I like the story. Um, still trying to figure out exactly what's going on with the kind of the mental psychic prison with the different versions of Wolverine trying to get out at different times. Still not sure about the hot claws. Definitely not sure about gas tank blowtorch. But it looked cool. <laughs> I mean, it was a cool visual with the Laura Martin's colors, especially. Um, here's what I'm worried about about this book, and then I'll kind of say what I liked. Because I thought the action was pretty good and the story was fine. I mean, it's just kind of high-octane for most of this issue. Um, I'm worried, especially like in the wave of a lot of things kind of setting back to nostalgia, I'm worried that this is going to reset Logan back to, I don't have any memories, which was really fun and exciting back in the 90s. But here's the difference. Because I, I ate that up. I will not lie. I Back when I was reading all that stuff of Wolverine, trying to figure out his past, ate it up. Reminded me kind of like, it was kind of a, Similar, similar to my love for Snake Eyes and G.I. Joe, like trying to put the past together and and find all the interconnected tissue and all that and, and fill in the blanks, and it's really fun and, and interesting. But here's the difference that, that makes me a little bit worried. Um, and not to say there can't, and there's still mystery just in this story by itself, right? That has to be revealed. So maybe that's all we're going to do. But I'm worried they're going to reset Logan to just not remembering anything prior to his return. And, and the thing is that that drags out too long. The journey's not as interesting. And here, here's why, or why to me it's not as interesting. Back in the 90s when all this was happening in Wolverine and kind of his heyday of his solo series and some of the, some of the kind of the best of what was going on with him in the 90s was that as the reader, you were taking that journey with him. You didn't know his past. You didn't know his chronology. You didn't know his story. Either did he. And as he found out stuff, 
you as the reader found out stuff. And so you were able to take that journey with him. I think that's pretty important because what happens now is, yeah, like I just said, there's still stuff we have to find out about, like, how he got the hot claws, how he got his kind of memories and personalities, like, separated or, or whatever. Like, that still has to be figured out and explained. And we can take that journey with him. But if he loses all of his past, the problem is that we as a reader know all that, but then he doesn't. And so, I don't know, it's just not as compelling when he forgets stuff that's like, oh, but we know. I mean, and then, then it's like, well, who really cares about him finding out? Like when he finds out, it's just reminding the reader. It's almost like uh, instead of revelation, it's just summary and exposition every time he finds out about his past, which is not as exciting. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe at the end of the story, kind of everything is okay and they're not trying... You know, maybe this story is playing on that idea of him having holes in his past, but that's not going to be the new status quo for the character. But anyway, I don't want to filter that through this issue because it's not fair to judge this issue by my own predictions. <laughs> doesn't really work that way, right? Um, so I really enjoyed the art for the most part. Um, I thought the story had enough going on. Like, There's a lot of action, which was fun. Um Especially like the whole thing like taking place on a speedboat. Like, I don't know, there's something James Bondish about that. And just the fact that it's one scene through the whole book. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, Going to get Return to Wolverine number two, five out of six claws. All right, X-23 number five is a sad issue. Um, two birthdays and three funerals, part five, written by Mariko Tamaki. Art by Juan Cabal and Marcio Fiorito. I think I butchered that, and I'm sorry. Colors by Nolan Woodard. Letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Woohoo! And cover by Mike Choi and Jesus Arbatov. And on the cover, we have Laura about to do a dance and Gabby jumping. It's a pretty cool cover. There's almost like a, a wash of lines over it. As the and Gabby's coming out of the light. <laughs> anyway, it, it's a pretty cool cover. Um, all right, so remember the cuckoos have taken over Gabby's body, but Laura's trying to get it back. Um, and that's where we are. So Laura's inside the mine with Sophie watching the cuckoo life story. Um, and now she, Laura, Sophie's with Mindy, and they're trying to find the other sisters. And we find Gabby with uh, Esme's inside Gabby, right? And she's starting to kind of lose her cool. So the other sisters are like, you know what? Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. And they go to the school and Beast, who looks awesome, is like, no, you're not welcome here. And he shoots a gun at him, a big gun. Um, and Gabby Esme is... Uh, Pretty mad, but of course it's an illusion that the other sisters tricked her with. And Laura is on the front steps of the school and Esme, Gabby May is going to fight. And they argue, um, and basically just says, this is, you know, you're messed up, this is messed up. Um, 
And she's like, oh, by the way, she killed your sisters and is she killed Sophie and is trying to kill Mindy and, you know, the other sisters are like, well, wait, we, we brought you back together so we could. And she's like, no, 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 no. I did this. And she stabs the other sisters. And like, hey, I'm the perfect one. Um, and Laura stands up with an awesome line here. says, believe me when I say, I get the whole homicidal thing. But you've taken the body of the one person I like in this world. And now you're going to give her back. <laughs> then uh, Gabby Mae's like, Laura? Is it Laura? Or is it Wolverine or X-23? It's so hard to keep up these days. Kind of poking fun at the, the title changes. Um, but they're going to fight, and we get an awesome double-page spread of Gabby Mae attacking Laura with uh, Sophie inside. And she's like, get ready to die, sister. And Excuse me, just a great double-page spread by Juan Cabal. Um, and they fight some more. She stabs her, stabs Laura with her claw. And then, but at the same time, uh, she's like, you couldn't, you should have kept tracking your sisters, all your sisters. And Mindy is in Cerebro. And she is somehow like makes like a, a psychic form of herself. Um, it says, Esme, you cow, get ready to be dead forever and calls on her other sisters to join together, and they all fight Esme, and then somehow empower Laura's claws are like psychic power, so when she stabs Gabby, Gabby's going to heal, but Esme is, is killed by psychic claws somehow, and they die, they all die together, the, the white room, then Gabby and Laura hug. You know, this part doesn't really matter. What, what matters at the end is that uh, there's a scene where Esme, we're glad you're dead, please stay dead, cake in the fridge, and there was some beer that says deer beer uh, and says, back soon, don't touch L, which is fun. So we know that Logan's like back. Really hard to keep up with the timeline of Logan, but I'm ignoring that for a minute. Um, and so Gabby and... Laura, have a birthday party. And Laura's like, I'm not crazy about this. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, and so they have they have a party and, and a picture at the end, and it's a perfect way to end this story. And sadly, to end Juan Cabal's run on this book. Uh, only five issues on this book, but several issues on the end of All New Wolverine. Um going to be really sad to see him go, uh, but very excited to see what him and Tom Taylor uh, work together on All New Wolverine doing in the new Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man book, which should be awesome. So, looking forward to that a lot, but sad to not see him on this book anymore. And he goes out with a bang, though. This art's great, um, especially that double-page spread. just looks amazing. Um... It looks like he ended the book and the other guy started the book. They make the switch. I'm going to guess. Um, I think about the time that Laura stands up on the porch, maybe, is where the switch happens, it looks like. Uh, but anyway, 
And the other guy did, did a fine job and does a pretty decent job if if they're not just naturally similar artists, does a good job of trying to make his style match up to Cabal's so there's not a huge, like, riff in the book. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I get what happened with how they killed Esme and, like, kind of put all their mental power into Laura's claws. And this part is kind of cool, but really just getting Gabby back and, and having Gabby. So, um... Yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to give X-23 number 5, 5 out of 6 claws. All right, now some bonus coverage of Weapon X number 24. Weapon X-Force Part 3, written by Greg Pak and Fred Van Winte. Art by Luca Pizzari. Colors by Frank Diamarda. Letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. And the cover by Raza. And this cover we have like a tombstone with a bloody palm print that bleeds down into a red X as part of the title logo, which then bleeds down into decaying bodies of the Weapon X team. Uh, so remember, Sabretooth is in charge and he's trying to get paid. So in Connecticut, we have Hairbag. I don't know him. Uh, Saron and the new Pyro playing cards. And um, they're talking about how Stryker came back as a weak cybernetic guy. They're like, oh, I got an upgrade. He shows up. He's going to fight him. Cybernetic Stryker is there. And back in Colorado, our X-Force team is in prison, I guess. Uh, Weapon Omega, I'm sorry, Omega Red tries to break out, but they can't. They get shot. Um... Eventually, though, all these weapons drop out of the ceiling. He wants them to kill each other. So Stryker's like, you guys are going to kill each other. You're going to fight. Fight in the in the pits or whatever. And Sabretooth and Monet have a moment. Um, it's funny when the weapons rain down. Deadpool's like, uh, ooh, shiny. Um, and he loves the weapons. And, uh... Yeah, so they're going to fight some more. Uh, Deadpool decides to test Domino's luck powers and shoots a crossbow at her and it ricochets around and lands in his head. So he's like, oh, I guess you are lucky. <laughs> and uh, they go into this arena where Mentallo has convinced all these people they want to see everybody die. And then guess who's there but Saron and a bunch of captured mutants. They all start fighting in the pit. Um, they're mind control with the nanobots. Sabretooth wants Deathstrike to free them. That's a lot going on there. Striker also jumps in. He's going to fight some. There's some murder machines. Mentello's um, doing his thing. Um, oh, more fighty fight. Oh, shoot. Whatever. Um... Mentallo gets attacked by the people because something happens. I don't remember. I, whatever. Um, oh, yeah, so Deathstrike makes like a nanotech bomb or something. Uh, throws it into the crowd and frees everybody from Mentallo's control, so they attack him. 
Saron attack striker. Um, and then stuff blows up and they leave this castle place and they make super weapon X-Force, which is a team I like everybody. Uh, this book's getting canceled. <laughs> and the art was okay. The story was pretty meh. The best. Uh, I'm going to give Weapon X number 24 two out of six. I don't care, Claws. So there you go. That's that. So yeah, um, there are two main, I guess, Wolverine books right now, which would be Return and X-23, both still very strong. Um, well, actually, I would say Return and Wolverine even got a little bit stronger. The story was more focused this time, I felt like. So yeah, there you go. That's our October catch-up. So our last kind of October three for episode will focus on the end of Old Man Logan. So depending on if you listen to these in episode title order or not, that'll be next. But um, Or maybe you already listened to it. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's it. So for the podcast that goes snicked, you can like the Facebook page. Twitter is at snickcast. And until next time, hugs and snicks, everybody. And snacked.